Another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host as always, Tina. How are you doing, Tina? I'm good, Rob. I'm a little sunburnt, but other than that, I'm all right. Ooh, not too shabby. I'm better than I was last week because I'm not chasing my dog (laughs) around in the room. Well, that's a good thing. I mean I showed I showed you a little video of him. He's got a little like, I don't know, rawhide treat. He is going to work, but it's not rawhide, it's uh pigskin. He's so happy right now. He's ignoring me. He's got his butt to me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. So super awesome. Um, besides that, everything's good. We'll go over uh, some things later on about our show and more people who have listened to us. We'll thank a few. But today you came up with a brilliant idea. And I'm going to actually look at the text message just because I think it's um, how you formatted it was actually perfect. It says music and how songs bring emotions and memories from different times in our life. Um, And then you put our lives, which I thought was really good, too, because you wanted to make sure that you pluralize that. I thought it was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was like, after after you wrote it, I was like, I got it. And then afterwards, I was like, yeah, but it's Tina. And she had to make sure that she fixed her fucking grammar. (laughs) It's like, it's like figures i was like yeah Sorry. just gotta make sure <laughs> just just gotta yeah. make sure you know where i'm really at <laughs> yeah exactly i was like i got it um but sure you know even when at my very best people will take something i said wrong or take it out of context or it isn't delivered correctly and for some reason that bothers me so i always make sure that i say exactly what i mean because i don't want it misconstrued and i don't want a drama problem either later so you know i'm yeah i'm pretty technical and and that was never me per se when i was younger but living with my ex he you know (laughs) he he was very um he was very particular about words and how they were used and that they were used Mm -hmm. correctly so yeah thanks for that (laughs) no problem so so um i I could let you kind of explain this or we can explain it together or whatever but i obviously the gist of it is that music and i think probably between me and you for sure like has a really big influence i'm always listening to something and um, yeah both of us are yeah it's kind of a um a staple I, i i love music and i love all kinds of music so you know, we kind of talked about that in our in our guilty pleasures. You know, I mm-hmm. like musicals, which is kind of its own special thing since I listen to like a lot of like crazy metal. Yes. But um, I like the idea that it sparks memories. It does. I I was listening to I know I wasn't. I came home and my brother was with his friends and they were in my dad's backyard, you know, hanging out by the pool, which is something that we do all summer long is use my dad's pool. And um, he was playing some oldies and there was a particular oldie on that reminded me of my mom. She used to really like um she used to like the OJs and she liked uh, the Commodores and, and it seemed like one song after another just reminded me of different things that she had done. Like she would dance in the kitchen with us or when we'd go to, when we would go to, um, 
weddings. The four of us, my, my dad, my mom, my brother, myself, we would dance together. We didn't give a crap if anybody else was around. We liked to dance together. And so certain songs just you can't help but go back to that particular place in time and feel what you were feeling. Because for me, if something like grabs my emotions, that's what I remember it. I don't remember a lot of stuff, but it, it it's like it doesn't it didn't stir a feeling inside of me to make me remember. And I realized through doing that, that my feelings and emotions were very much tied to the music that was on there. It, it helps like, just like smells will make a memory better for me. Music mm -hmm. definitely makes a memory better because it locks it in. Even it's more personal, just locks it in better than what it could have if music wasn't playing. For sure. And I think that, it becomes cathartic on top of that. Mm -hmm. Mostly if it's a memory about someone very special in your, in your life, you, mm -hmm. it, it, whether they're here or not, but obviously for someone who's not with us anymore, it's a very cathartic thing to be able to sit back and kind of remember, you know, this was a great time with this person. Not even, not even people that aren't here, but I mean, like I was thinking, because I came up with this idea, then I had to have something to talk about. So I was thinking about what songs carry that emotion or, or make me think, think of things. And, um, my very first real boyfriend sang endless love to me in the car as we were parked in front of his house. And, um, to this day, like if that song plays or I hear it, it takes me back to that exact place at the exact time. I remember the smell of his cologne, even like, I remember everything about that. And, right. and, you know, all these years later, 30 plus years later, here I am having the same memories that I've had for all this time with that one particular song. Every time I hear that, I think of Happy Gilmore in the ice skating scene when he, he gets the girl to go ice skating and, and, uh, he thinks she can't skate and they play endless love. And I just think that's <laughs> kind of funny. So there's, again, even that kind of thing where you hear a song and it reminds you yes. of, of, of a movie or a, a time. So I, I kind of have a similar thing too, where, um, don't go breaking my heart by Elton John and Kiki mm -hmm. D. Yeah. When I hear that song, it takes me back to driving with my mom and dad to Redondo beach. Oh, when wow. I was like six or seven years old because we had a, <laughs> we had a, we had a 71 Nova that had no car seats or any of that shit. And it would, my dad had to pay for seat belts because they didn't come mm -hmm. with the car automatically. Right. <laughs> I remember those days. So, and I just remember that song driving to Redondo beach. It's just every time I hear it, I think of that. So it's interesting how we, we block certain things out of our memories over lifetime, but there's things like that that are staples that are stuck in our head. Yeah. I remember the first time, I don't know, it's probably like five, maybe six. We had just moved into our, our house, you know, like our first major family house that we had had. Um, and I remember coming off the 118 freeway and bitch, she's a bitch girl by Holland Oates came yeah. on. And I was like five years old and I was like, hell yeah, I could sing a curse word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Every time I hear that song, I think, wow, that was the first song that let me cuss. I don't know why that's the thought, but it, <laughs> it did stick with me. No, but it, it does make sense. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like those are 
those are moments in your life where you get to say the song or say the word and like you can look at your parents and be like is it oh, okay? I'm going to get in trouble. Hey, <laughs> yes. Super cool. Like, I'm going to continue singing this song every time it comes on. My mom you know. told me later that she liked how I, like, yelled the song out. I could like, sing it loud because I could cuss. Yeah, and because you knew. could get away with it. Yeah, and she knew that I was doing it because I could cuss, but she she just thought it was funny. <laughs> right. I mean, look, it, and and I think, like, we talked about it right before we went on. Like, there's so many songs. Um that are flashpoints and moments in our life mm-hmm. that you'll never forget. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like whether it's like you said, a, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, um, a time in your life where um, I, I'll have to look up the, the, the name of the song is uh, living years. Um, let me see. who. I, I, that's um, um, I could hear the song in my head. Yeah, and you know, and the, the Mike and the Mechanics. Mm-hmm. So I heard that song on the way to my uncle's funeral. Oh, and and it was one of those things where, um, I think that it was a, a, a kind of a smack in the face of make sure you tell all your friends and family how you feel about them because yeah, you just never know. And and my uncle had got sick. Um, but when he went to the hospital, I never saw him again. Um, Mm. he, he ended up having hepatitis and a couple other things. And by the end, he didn't even know who my dad and his older brother were. So I'm kind of glad I didn't go see him because I, in my head, my, he's still who he was, but, um, yeah. So it's one of those things like, again, it's it's a memory that's not the greatest, but it it's a it was a learning thing. Every time I hear that song, I think of my uncle, but I also think, hey, make sure that you talk to your friends and family because you just never know when they might not be around anymore. Yeah. Boy, are we getting a lesson in that these days. <laughs> I've been, I shouldn't say we, I've been getting a lesson of that, but I think it's a lesson that I've learned because I really do put time into people. I don't like to, to be too far away from anybody that I'm, that I love, you know, whether that, that be like a bunch of phone calls because we live in different states or, or let's get together for lunch on a Wednesday, you know, when I got three hours in between clients, because I really do try to make time to do that. Cause it's always been like a theme in my life that, that time is so fleeting <laughs> and it happens. It, it is. It happens in a blink. Right. Yeah. No. And, and you never know, like go to sleep and people are gone. Exactly. So. I had, um, I had some other memories that I wrote down and a couple of them are, are, like, if you know me, they're kind of funny. But I remember when my grandmother passed away, uh, we took care of my grandparents until they passed. They they were with the family and I was very proud of my family for sticking together and going through that. But when my dad's mother passed away, um, we were going to do a reception because there were so many people that were going to go to the funeral. We decided to do the reception at a park. So I didn't dress up for my grandmother's funeral. I wore a peach blouse with flowers printed on it and a pair of jeans and a pair of tennis shoes. Cause it was in the middle of the summer and we were going to be at the park. And, um, 
I walked in and people gave me dirty looks because I wasn't dressed up. Like my two best friends, one looked like she was going to a business meeting. The other one looked like she was going to a wedding. And here I am in jeans and a t-shirt. And right. and I was running late. So of course, you know, you hear that in a church. And then I went and stood on the side because I didn't want to interrupt anybody and try to sit down. And my phone started going off as loud as it could and the song that was my ringtone was push it by salt and pepper oh <laughs> man and a lot of people to this day they because <laughs> she's had to have been gone like 14 years or something like that like they still will remind me or if that song comes on they'll say Tate, i remember your grandmother's funeral i'm like please don't oh, ever man. remember that <laughs> But again, if you know me, that is funny because that is a song I would play as as one of my ringtones. And I liked it a lot and I am kind of bold and I don't really care. And yeah, there it was all set up for everybody to view. Yeah. And you, you couldn't ask, you know, <laughs> and again, like you, you look back on things like that and you're like, oh, man. But the, again, it's it's whether it was a good time or a bad time, you're, you're looking back and being like, holy moly, like the, these, these songs are now remind you of other things, not just, mm -hmm. not just a time in our life, but a, another time in our life. <laughs> you, know, you know, I used to, she's this, this particular grandmother used to slap me in the back of the head for like dancing at the table. I thought I told you to quit dancing at the table. I couldn't help it. I get happy when food's around and I dance. And so, <laughs> So that the push, it, the push it, right? The push it song went with exactly the theme of my grandmother and my life at a dinner table. So it, it was it was pretty funny. I I didn't get too embarrassed because I don't get embarrassed very easily for one and two, because my grandmother would not be surprised if she was sitting there. In that right. Night. And I think that the, those are the other things you, you kind of look at and you, you look back on it and you're like, yeah, grandma might've been all right with that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it, or if not, okay, at least there would have been another, there would have been something being said to you not too long afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And there's other songs too, like um for some reason when I think of my daughter, I think of the song Landslide, um by um Oh my gosh, Fleetwood Mac. We used to love that song. And every time she we would listen to it, we both seemed like we went to a different place. Like we kind of got the words and understood like where, you know, the song was coming from. And it, and it meant something to us. I don't know if she still listens to that song. I have no freaking idea. But it does remind me of her when I hear that. Uh, I'm sure if it comes up, there's something, you know, yeah, it there's is always what it something. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and like I said, it, it's some, there's something, you know, th those are things like that. Don't go away. They yeah. just don't like they, you end up, you end up with some kind of memory and hopefully it's a good, you know, it's a good memory either way. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So that's true. Or like, I remember the first time I got a private lap dance, it was to love and touch and squeeze in by journey. I don't know why that song, but it kind of worked for what we were doing. <laughs> and every time I hear that song, I think about how he 
jumped up above my he was like right in my face on furniture you shouldn't have been standing on and doing the lap dance <laughs> i i had a good time that day i'll just leave it at that but the song every time i hear it it makes me giggle like i can't help myself so that was <laughs> so for for me you know i'm <laughs> I'm I'm trying to, to to kind of think of like the the way to 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 kind of say to me like there's a lot of songs yeah. lots of songs there's lots of songs for lots of people mm-hmm. like there's certain songs I hear and they always will remind me of a certain person I've been with mm-hmm. just because either you know cuz we we go back we go back to when you were giving mixed tapes oh, yeah. to people and, and, mm-hmm. you know, like for real tapes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so when, you know, when people, when, when they talk about rappers putting out mixtapes, I kind of giggle now. I'm like, no, they don't, they don't put on tapes, you know, they're putting out they were- they're Yeah. They're, they're, they're putting out mixed music that might not be the same as their regular albums, but they're not putting out mixtapes. Mm-hmm. But um, so like for me, I think back as like stuff like that. Um, one of my early girlfriends, I got a. Um, Do I know said early girlfriend? Um, you know of her. This was okay. in eleventh grade. Mm. Um, she went to the rival school. She was my friend from New York. Okay. Um, that I dated and then ended up going back to New York to visit her. But do you remember? I want to say it was Midnight. Was it Midnight Star, the name of the group? Mm-hmm. There's a, a group called Midnight Star. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here you go. I, mean, I, I the the um, the one they had like a huge hit. I got to think about what it is and I'm trying to find it on the interwebs. Ah, and if you can believe this, my dog ate that whole thing. I do believe that. Yeah. He's going crazy right now. He's walking around my, oh, here we go. Top songs. Um, oh man, where is it? Um, anyway, it's a song by them. I just have to find out what it is. <laughs> but the um it was a love song obviously those are um but you know you 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 look at uh, it back on that and then you look up songs by them and you're like man they did freakazoid look at that i never i never <laughs> i was like midnight star really that's what it says that's what the interweb say but we all know how that is let's see let's go here and oh, that's not, oh here we go Cause I know I have it somewhere in my. So what what songs remind you of like high school? Um, see, there's a lot for me because I listen to so many different kinds of music. There are uh, a, a lot of a lot a lot of metal, like we were talking before, like "Welcome to the Jungle" by Guns N' Roses. Um, even though I think that was after high school, I think that was '91. Um, but um. A lot of like uh, Iron Maiden stuff, Judas Priest, only because that was like some of the music that I was into at the time. Yeah, it was. So, um, you and your long hair. 
Yeah, or trying to have long hair then. <laughs> trying to have it, yeah. Yeah, I was I was still growing. I didn't really do that until a little bit. Uh, oh no, that came out in '87, so that was high school. Um, and then I I think of a lot of of songs that are like um, that were like um, new wave songs, obviously that were kind of at the the end of that new wave because the British new wave was more of like our junior high years. Mm-hmm. But I remember that kind of stuff, and then. A lot of like that quad music that was just DJ, you know, you know, because hip hop was just starting to like form a uh, uh, mainstream hip hop, Beastie Boys, Run DMC, you know, that kind of stuff. So I remember I remember those, you know, quite, you know, that were big. And then, of course, while we were in school, I want to say N.W.A. like Dope Man, I think came out in like 88 something like that so you know things like that just where you you're like oh yeah because a lot of that stuff i think kind of um you know it mashes together i just don't remember what year so nwa Mm -hmm. that came out in 1988 okay so like those are definitely listening to that at the time oh yeah for sure and i remember matter of fact i remember i was in a classroom um, in those far classrooms that were like by the shop classes that they turned into regular classes. Um, but it was like, they weren't quad, they weren't, um, the S buildings. Yeah, exactly. The S buildings. So, and I remember hearing that on someone's Walkman. Oh, Jesus. I, I remember hearing that for the first time going, Whoa, because like, you know, they, they really hadn't got started getting crazy with the PMRC and Tipper Gore and, all that trying to put warning labels on on records yet and you know once they did that they made millionaires out of people yeah they did uh, yeah, I, I remember did. He, i remember hearing a uh an interview with nikki six from motley crew and he said he goes the best thing that they ever did was put warnings warning <laughs> stickers on records because he goes he goes it, what might have we might have sold one copy of that to somebody we ended up selling hundreds of copies so they were selling you know every record was going gold mm-hmm. because it, they, they made sure they wrote songs that had bad language in it so they oh, could yeah. get, so they could get the sticker on it. I was like, talk about just <laughs> talk about going backwards. <laughs> like pretty funny. Like I, I look at stuff like that. So I, I'm sure you have several because you were into a lot of dance music and I'm sure I'll remember some <laughs> of the stuff that, that you're talking about. Oh yeah. Um, I remember my brother, my brother playing the two live crew cassette in his bedroom and my dad would fucking lose his shit. He would say, daddy, turn that shit off. And oh, we would laugh so hard because it it was funny because he would walk down the hall singing it. He would walk through school singing it like he couldn't get enough of everything they were saying. He even had videos and things that, oh my God, their videos were horrible. They were playing in Japan and and one of the guys from 2 Live Crew takes his dick out. This girl's sucking it while they're performing on stage Mm -hmm. in japan and i was like what the hell like even i was like oh man mom and dad see this you're screwed but oh yeah he showed showed him you know my mom was like oh my dad just walked away like he normally did my brother didn't get in trouble 
But I remember like him specifically singing the songs, dancing certain ways, like to this day, Mm -hmm. I'm like, please get up and dance to this song with me. I remember hearing the, Hey, we want some pussy song always outside school. Somebody at (laughs) at the end of day, when we were getting out of school would be bumping the shit out of that, you know? And at that point, like, I know that they put, decent systems in cars now but not like when we were kids like you oh could gosh. hear cars from blocks away that were just rattling the floor my friend had a white cadillac and he was a dj and he stuck two big dj speakers in the back of his car gave me the keys and said okay right you know before school's gonna let out just turn the music up and and take a couple laps around the school so i know you're here and he said it rattled the buildings because i just let it rip but i always like that that feeling of the bass like when i would go dancing put me right next to the speaker because i want to feel the the power of the bass always i i don't know i i still to this day it kind of pumps me up <clears throat> oh but yeah. I, and, and, and just so you know i'm gonna give you the it wasn't midnight star it was atlantic star they had a song called always oh yeah that, yeah, was, that was def- a- there were people that would sing that on the quad at lunch and just oh, like yeah. every that was, day that that was a love love song right there that was one that, that i when i hear that song i think of my that girl i dated from new york this it was such a i mean it was a big song at the time but it just it had some pretty meaningful lyrics so yeah it was kind of one of those ones like even to this day it's like oh yeah it's the first person i think of every single time so it's like funny that like you said <laughs> or not funny but definitely you know, it, it's something that's embedded in your head. Yes. So it, when I, when I'm with my, my closest friends and music comes on, say from, um, oh crap, I'm drawing a blank. Um, oh fuck. I hate that feeling. Me too. <laughs> Happens, in my head. Well, <clears throat> that shit the happens to me all the time. From like, um, oh, baby like boys face to men, and, baby face, oh, and yeah. uh, like all that sort of stuff. Like when I hear a song from that that particular generation, I'll oh, ask yeah. one of my friends, "Do you see his face?" And she's like, "Would you stop?" Because they do. Like it, certain songs from back in that day will remind me of a boyfriend every single time, oh, every yeah. single time, and not just the same boyfriends. Because it's not like we stayed with anybody for any particularly long period of time. Right. But, <laughs> but certain songs will remind me of certain people. Like I can't, I can't hear "Poison" by Belle Biv DeVoe. Mm-hmm. Was it? yeah Mm -hmm. okay um i cannot hear that song without thinking about my friend from el paso we used to go dancing three three nights a week four nights a week depending on where we were and what we were doing and if that song came on we were on the dance floor and we were normally doing the same dance because at that time it was like the electric slide or you know one of the more line dancier sort of songs and Mm -hmm. oh man i i remember so many times dancing to that song with with him in particular It, it went on for years so i can't hear that song without seeing him Right. No, I, I, I kind of agree, too, because like mostly for that time period, it was like, you know, Belle Biv DeVoe, obviously, before that new edition, since they were all the same band. You know, you look at, at all those R&B guys and then later on where you got like Boys to Men and all that 80s and 90s R&B slash boy band 
you know, uh, songs. They were so, for one, they were catchy as shit. Like <laughs> they just had the catchiest songs, catchy hooks, which, mm-hmm. you know, even now, like you look at songs now and, and they took that blueprint. You know what I mean? Like there's the, the same blueprint that they've been doing since the fifties when you're talking about the OJs and you know that, and then you look at like the Commodores where they were still the, the footprint has always been there. It's that they either ramp it up or bring it back to that same kind of sound. So it's kind yeah. of interesting. And I think that now you're looking like when I, I don't, I don't know. I don't listen to radio at all. Um, so I don't know how people hear new music. I'm assuming still on a radio or a Spotify playlist maybe, or, or something like yeah. that. But like, to me, if you want to find like love songs, like now it's all country stuff. Cause them country boys and girls, man, they know how to pull heartstrings. They could tell a story <laughs> seriously, but back oh, yeah, in the sure. day, like the eighties, the cheesy eighties love songs, they're still a favorite of mine. I'll listen to those. I used to remember listening to coast one Oh three and I would fall asleep every night to those songs. And I hear them now and it's still, I don't know. It's still kind of a really easy breezy place. It puts me in, you know, listening to stuff like that. But every song seems to have a person attached to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, and that could be fortunate or unfortunate. Well, I get along with everybody, so it's it's fortunate. Yeah, I mean, I, I do my best to get along with everybody. But, you know, the reality is that, you know, mostly it. And again, I, I wouldn't even say that it's a bad feeling. It's just a it might be more of an empty yeah like, oh, yeah or like you know or what might have been mm-hmm. there's there's always th- those i think there's a lot of mostly when you start getting you know into our age period where you know there are a lot of a lot of might have beens like yeah. who would have known if you would have just just did something differently so when i hear a song i think of shit like that where i'm just like oh yeah like this is matter of fact, there's a song by a country band called might have been it's and it's basically that's the song where you just the whole thing is, you know, if I would have just did this differently, what would have happened? And I, you know, and there's several girls and, you know, you know, the one, you know, I, I wonder what would have happened if I would have zigged instead of zagged at 18, you know, because who, who knows and and. You know, I don't, I think you're meant to be where you're meant to be though. And, and you guys, you guys played that out, you know? No. And, and again, we got to see each other later on in life and kind of, you know, not squash anything because there was nothing to squash, but it was, you know, we squashed life. We kind of went, Mm -hmm. Hey, this is what happened. This is what happened. This is where I am. Blah, 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 blah. So I I think that was a very good thing, you know, very cathartic. (laughs) <laughs> where yeah you know got to kind of say hey you know what happened and and got to hear things from that you know mm-hmm. i got to hear you know sh- she was more scared than anything it wasn't you know so not that she ran but definitely you know scared or uh a different view so when i hear certain songs i think of her a lot um as well as people that are that have been in my life recently. There's a lot of songs that I hear that just 
man, punching the nuts. You know, you know, when during my last, you know, during my breakup, um, I couldn't listen to music for about, I don't know, three months, maybe four mm-hmm. months. I just couldn't listen to it because everything just kind of felt empty and kind of hurt. And I wasn't I it was it sucked because I wasn't getting any joy out of music. And that's why I came up with the topic for this this podcast was because how deeply I am moved by music and the fact that I couldn't feel, I couldn't hear the music to feel anything. That was kind of a scary time for me. And I I realized that a lot of my happy was gone and I needed to find ways to recreate that and let go of what, you know, what was and kind of you know, find my way back and, and come mm-hmm. up with what's going to be next, you know? So it was, it was very hard at first to go without music. And I didn't realize just how much would remind me of everything that I had had in, in my relationship. Yeah. It's like for me. So here's the difference with me. I'm a drowner. I'll, I'll listen to music to to um even though i know it's going to to bother me or hurt me i i yeah. like that because i whether it's reminding me of a good time or a bad time it's still a time you know so mm-hmm. there's definitely I, I get that too i was like that when i was younger yeah so for mm-hmm. me I, I do that regardless i still listen to songs about people that i'll probably never talk to again but those, those are just, they're, you know, it's just a memory that's always going to be there. So kind of a, an interesting way of looking at things, I think. I just say never say never because I've noticed in my life people that meant something to me, they always seem to come back around, you know, and, and whether they're wanted to be or whether you want them to be around or not, they, they'll they make a reappearance because I believe that souls are put on this earth to be together and give anything a little bit of time and they always resurface. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Um, but again, thankfully we have music to remind us of those times, mm. you know, and, and again, not just romantic times, you know, there's definitely things that remind me of people that have been in my life that, that are irreplaceable, even though I might not talk to them anymore because mm. they've, they had such a impact you know, on, on, on your life or, um, they were there at a time when you really kind of needed them to be there. So, Mm -hmm. um, and, and there's songs that are my, and again, like just certain things or certain types of music, maybe, um, because a friend of mine, Scott, who passed away, um, he was into lots of different music. He was, he was older than me, but, um, I would always like play crazy metal for him. Just because I knew it would rattle his cage. He's like, how do you listen to this shit? Um, Because he was, he was into more of like that um, mid seventies music, you know, even some of the uh, late sixties. So it was kind of funny where I, and then I would tell him like, yeah, but I like the music you listen to. Like, I'm okay with that. I just, I listen to everything. So I, I like that, that, you know, that I could rattle his cage with some crazy fucking metal band that was just, you know, like, like 
crazy. And he, and, yeah, I remember then, you liking that stuff and just going, Oh my God, it's killing me. Yeah. And it's killed a lot of people. Like a lot of people <laughs> that I've, I've made listen to that just go, I, I just, I don't understand. Like, how do you do this? And I'm like, well, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an acquired taste and it's one of those things where like I listen to metal or I listen to um really 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 hardcore metal when I want to kind of relax. So What? Yeah, yeah, it it definitely does the opposite for me. Wow. Which is kind of a we- yeah, which a lot of people don't get. Like they're just like I don't understand that. I'm like, "No, I I get you." And and it's not uh, I don't know. Like for me, it, it doesn't, it doesn't aggravate me. It doesn't rile me up. So it kind of just goes, yeah. Cause I think when I hear it, it, whatever I'm thinking aggressively, it just kind of, I let them get the aggression out and I don't, um, it doesn't do anything to, to me. So, mm-hmm. so. Okay. Um, I, um, I couldn't do that kind of music. That music makes me kind of angry. And it always has. I remember being a teenager and you would play something. I'd be like, oh, right. how am yeah, I going to get through um, this? It, it, it's like most people that aren't into that say the same thing. Mm-hmm. But, Absolutely. So um, tell me this. Is there a song that reminds you of your mom? Um. I I would say, um, I mean, not that like, you know, I would say this reminds me of mom. I wouldn't say that there's, I, I just think it's time period songs. A lot of that, yeah. you know, late seventies. Cause like I said, it, I, I remember because my mom and dad got a divorce when I was around um, eight. Um, so for me, it's more of like those songs of us going to the beach. So it was like that same era, that, that late, that late seventies music. Okay. So when I hear that, I I think of mom and dad. Yeah. What about, what about your son? Uh, (laughs) Ah, my son, I kind of think of lots of different music. Because he was born in early 2000s. So mm-hmm. for me, you know, he he listens to metal just like me. He also listens to hip hop. So um, like we've been to hip hop shows together. So when I hear certain rappers of today, like he, it always reminds me of him. And of course, like I took him to see Iron Maiden when he was six. So he's been seeing metal shows as long as he can remember. Like Mm -hmm. he remembers going to these shows and then, uh, you know, because his mom was older than me, she listened to like that mid seventies rock, like journey and, and Boston and queen. So he is into that kind of music. So I think of all those different kinds of music because he has an eclectic taste. I kind of like that. And I kind of told him like, cause we were talking about um, musicals cause I took him to see wicked and he kind of, you know, he enjoyed it, but he was like, nah, you know, it's cool. And then I kind of told him, I said, listen, you know, these are where you have to think about people in your life later on. <laughs> because when a girl says, I want to go see a musical, you don't go, I don't want to go see that shit. You go, okay. And you suck it up, buttercup and go. So, but I also tried to always 
um, get things in his head about music. You know, that, that the base of music is, is there's a lot of the same things in all this music, mostly mm-hmm. classical. You can listen to Iron Maiden and hear classical. You can, you can listen to R and B and you can hear the classical inputs of that because of how things are written. So, um, I like that he has that kind of view on music. Like he really likes music. He listens to, um, there's a station that's called lo-fi hip hop radio. It's on, um, I think we listen to it on Alexa or so it's prime music or Amazon, but it's a radio station and, and it's, it has some lyrics sometimes, but it's more, it reminds me of a fusion of jazz and hip hop. So it has like this really mellow, we put it on for the dog when we leave. It's like this, it's like this mellow tracks, man. It's like super chill. Like if you're having a bad day and, and you just want to like chill out, get a drink, sit with one of your friends and just talk, you have this lo-fi hip hop radio on in the background. It's just like, but it has like a nice deep bass line. It's really cool music. Yeah, probably something that if you're tired too, but you can't fall asleep, it's one of those where it's kind of mesmerizing. It's sky I love it. It's super cool. So I think of him when I hear this every day now, cause I put it on for my dog and cause at first I was putting on classical and he goes, Oh no, no, let put this stuff on, put this stuff on. So, <laughs> but I wouldn't say that there's one song that reminds me of him, but um, there's a song that I, when I hear I'm glad he knows other songs. Like when Bohemian Rhapsody came out, um, all his friends in school were like, oh man, have you heard this Bohemian Rhapsody song? And there's this band Queen. And and my son was like, yeah, dude, I've been listening to Queen since I was fucking eight years old. He goes, have you ever heard Fat Bottom Girls or Bicycle Ride or you know, Spread These Wings? And his friends were like, their jaw hit the ground. He's like, they're like, what is that? And he's like, they're Queen songs. It's not just one. So things like that. I'm, I'm glad that he knows he knows songs that most people don't because, you know, the family listened to him. Mm-hmm. That was that was big in our house when we were raising our daughter, because my husband being 12 years older than I am, his mm-hmm. taste in music was definitely different than mine well, yeah. was. But I realized that because of that, my my daughter got a huge variety of music mm-hmm. that that stuck with her that she really liked and she she connected with it on several levels from from everything from my hip hop or or like like we could go back to live crew everything from two live crew to um gosh what was his favorite um type of music like he'd listen to like uh ELO or oh yeah um, ELO's cool though <laughs> but yeah yeah or I mean Jeff I'm sure Tull, mm-hmm. you know so she really had a wide variety of of music and that's cool because like she's when as she gets older and as my son get older or kids that are kind of like them they'll be able to talk to anyone about music mm-hmm. Because they've had all these different influences, even though they still might only listen to hip hop or mm-hmm. only listen to metal, they can still talk the talk. And that's kind of what I've always told him, that 
there are common bonds. Music is a common bond between all of oh, us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, and we all get different feelings from hearing the same song. And that's what I love about music. Um, it's not one dimensional, it's multidimensional. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you might get angry, listening to a metal song, but maybe you need to get angry. And, and that's what drives you to just be, and no, be like, I don't oh. got time for that. <laughs> no, no, but what, but what I'm saying is, well, maybe not you, but, right. but some people need to hear that and just get that scream out and then be done. Like I can listen mm -hmm. to a, there's like hardcore metal or black metal or screamo or whatever you want to say, where like it's literally just aggressive, angry music. I can't listen to that all day long. I just can't. Yeah. But I can hear one song and be like, OK, that was it. That's what I needed to hear. And literally listen to a country love song. The next song, mm -hmm. because I just needed to just. I needed to scream in my car and just be angry at the world for a second and then be like, I'm not, all right, it's time to get back to, you know, listening to uh, Brett Young, you know, <laughs> some some song that, you know, is literally about, you know, falling in love or mm -hmm. not in love or so, you know, like there's a song by uh, this guy, Brett Young. He's a country guy. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he's really good. He's actually a California kid who made it in Nashville. Okay. Um, you should listen, look up a song. It's called you didn't. And it's basically a song, him telling this girl, like, Hey, I'm not, I'm not mad at you. I'm, I can never hate you. I fell in love and you didn't. It's like, it, it's a kick in the nuts. It's one of those songs where you, it definitely makes you think of someone in your life. You're like, I'm not mad at you. I can never be mad at you. I still, you know, because I love you, but I understand that I fell in love and you didn't. And that's just life. And that's what happens sometimes. So it's like one of those songs where like, I hear that song and I think of multiple people. What is, what is the song again? I need to. It's, it's called you didn't it's by Brett young. He's a country singer. Look, I, I would say you listen to the acoustic version is I think it's just better because I think it has more feeling. But like something like that, where it, that that song is, I think uh, the best songs are written by um, or for everyone, even though it's written by one person for someone. It's multidimensional. Um, here's another song that you need to write down. It's called Hesitate by Stone Sour. That's another song you need to listen to. So Stone Sour is the second band of the singer for Slipknot. And, okay. and when you, and when you hear this song, you're going to go, there's no way that this is the singer for Slipknot because it's more of, I mean, I would say they're a metal band, but they're more rock. They're a rock band. But this song is, is literally about, it's very melancholy. It's about him telling this girl, like uh, you hesitated. So go away. Like I loved you and I put every, but you hesitated. So now it's time for you to go away. It's very melancholy. It seems like a love song, but it's not. It's kind of a fuck you song. You didn't by who? Slipknot? No, no. You didn't is by Brett Young. Okay. And then a song called Hesitate. And that's by Stone Sour. I'll, I'll send them to Hesitate. you if you can't find them. Yeah. 
it's a super duper um it's very melancholy and 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 very not what it seems you'll listen to the lyrics and you're like oh this is kind of a it's, it seems like a love song but it's kind of a piss off song like you shit the bed you, you had this chance you i loved you bed. yeah you know yeah very amber heard um <laughs> but, but but um it's very like look you had your chance but now I don't love you anymore, but now mm-hmm. you're here. It's, it's very good. And I like that about that. And, and those are other songs where they're multidimensional. They, they, you know, one guy writes a song about somebody, but we all have that same feeling at some time in our life. Those oh, are yeah. the best songs. Those are the greatest songs because yeah. you, we identify. And if you're identifying, yeah. you're, you're reliving something that he the the writer of the song didn't but you're but you feel like you both did i don't know it's like one of those that's what i love about music it's those are things that 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 they're so emotional or i mean i have a friend who um there's um a song uh what's it called um who's the country guy she said that every time she would hear this song she would cry in her car like no matter what um Um, yeah it's who sings it he's one of the judges on one of those shows um he's a country guy what the heck's his name um it's called austin the song austin yeah but that song's about like this he, this girl obviously it didn't work out and um uh the the girl keeps calling the guys uh Blake Shelton he keeps calling his phone and gets the answering machine and he's like hey um i'm i'm out doing this but if this is austin i still love you and then the la- the last the last chorus is her calling she leaves her number and he calls back and it's sounds like it's an answering machine. If you remember what those are. Um, mm-hmm. And it's her saying, Hey, this isn't an answering machine. And I screwed up and I still love you. It's like a great tune, but that, that someone dedicated that to her, a really good friend of mine actually that went to high school with us. Um, And, and she said, every time she heard that she would, be in tears in a car so you know music is that emotional that it can it can literally take you to a different place oh yeah and and i love that about music and and i think that we all have those stories we have those stories of of a song that we'll never forget like we'll be 80 years old and whatever this song comes on, it'll take you to when you're 19. And And I want it to, I I still want to be able to go to that day and time and see that person as I remember them and, and live that reality for at least, you know, the three or four minutes that the song is on. I really, I don't know. I cherish that because it helps when you can't be with the person or when you shouldn't be with the person or you can't be with the person, you know, when you it's shouldn't a, be, I think you, you just said it best be. when you shouldn't be. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot uh, of that. <laughs> for sure. Oh, I, I think there's more than 
there's there's more of that than there isn't. But should shouldn't I don't know like. I, I no. feel like every person that I chose to love, I learned so much from and and continue to because I still have a, a lot of those same people come and go through my life and in mm-hmm. my life. And and I'm so grateful that I've had that opportunity to revisit that, you know, a train wreck For- is a train wreck and you shouldn't repeat a train wreck. But I don't know. I kind of like that you could at least live it through the song. Well, and, and that's it. You, I, I loved what you just said a few a seconds ago that that for that three and a half minutes, you get to relive something yeah. that that may be on a back burner that you might not hear that song for three years. Mm-hmm. And and all of a sudden you hear it and you're like that time period or that day or, you know, that hour. You know, like, I don't know. I I think there's a lot to that. There's it's with anything, you know, music and memories or places, you're always going to relive something. Mm -hmm. And like, I'll give you an example, just driving by Pettit Park. Mm -hmm. I relive a night. Every time. Because I was with somebody where that went to my elementary and my junior high school that was well out of my league or, you know, I, in the scheme of like how popular or whatever, um, this girl was having a horrible night with an ex-boyfriend and I just happened to be the person that saw her in passing. We hung out that night and talked and, you know, um, you know me, I can talk to people about issues and I like kind of being the shoulder to, to listen. Right. Um, and I just did that night. And I remember at the end of the night, like she gave me a kiss and it was very, it was a friendly thing, but it, like, it was one of those ones that was like, thanks for this four hours of just talking me off the ledge or being able to listen and not be inside the circle because I'm sure Mm -hmm. she only had the circle to talk to and they all knew him. You know what I mean? So I was on the outside. I wasn't part of that click, but she, you know, we were friends in junior high and friends in, in elementary school. Like even when I saw her, she wasn't in school. She wasn't one of those people that, that she knew she was popular, but she never, and if I saw her, she'd be like, Oh, Hey, how you doing, Rob? I'm like, Oh, Hey, what's going on? Like it wasn't like that was what I really enjoyed about her. But those are the type of things that like I remember by places and or music and music. Obviously, there's a million more memories because you could be anywhere and hear music. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that that it's a special thing. And, and, and thankfully, no one can take that away. No one can take away that that memory in that song, Um, regardless of where you're at and with regardless of who you're with. You know, Mm -hmm. I think it's one of those things where, you know, if you're with someone and you're married, you can hear a song and still go, you know, venture back for that three minutes and remember that old flame or remember that old thing but still remember what you have in the present. 
And I think that that's important as well, where, and, and, and I think that if you're with somebody, mostly for a long period of time, you know, and I mean long, like two, three, four years that, that there's, I'm still a song person. I'll, I'll make playlists and I'll give them to people, whether it's digitally or, you know, now you have to do it digitally because most people don't have a CD player in their car. But that's what I would do. I would make a, a playlist and I'd send it to somebody and say, this is, these remind me of you because I think that's still an important thing. Like just, we just have to find a way to do it again because there some, everyone can't say how they feel verbally, Yeah. but you can find a song <laughs> that says, this is exactly how I feel about you. And, and that's another great thing that, that it's a bridge between maybe not being able to get your true feelings across, but being able to go to somebody and say, this song almost word for word is how I feel about you. And there's several songs like that, that I've, that I've heard where you, like I said, you almost think they wrote it for you. Remember the days of dedications where like people would dedicate songs to you and stuff. Oh yeah. I had a, I had a song, only one song ever dedicated to me on the radio. And I, I won't ever, I won't ever forget that. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. I, I would call in on coast one Oh three. Did you really? I never oh, did yeah. that. Never did that. Yeah. I never heard the dedication, but I got through and I, said the song and who it was for but you know that that show here in california it was on for like four or five hours every night oh yeah every so night. like so you couldn't you you know shit when when you're 15 and you, you got to go to sleep because you got to go to school in the morning i was like well at least i did it and if they're listening they're gonna hear it so mm-hmm. you know those are yeah dedications like and again like like i said mixtapes i think that mixtape was was just a I actually have a cassette somewhere in a box um, that's that someone made for me. That's still intact and it's still, I have a, my, I had a, a, a boyfriend that was a DJ and he used to like to DJ like a whole uh, cassette for me. Mm-hmm. And every time I got in my car, there was a new cassette. Oh, like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Another one. And it would be like the best music he'd put on like the best, like stuff that we had heard at a club or mm-hmm. so. It was so, I used to love those. I still have those. I haven't played them in a hundred years, but I wonder if they'd still work, but man, was the music good. Just so he'd get the right, like little clips to put in between songs. It was, Oh my God. I used to love those love those yeah and again those are those are songs and the best part about those is i guarantee you there's probably songs on those tapes that that aren't digitally done right you can't you can't find those digitally i'm sure that's the best part if you have old records and you have a record player like he had crates and crates of them yeah the that they were never pressed or they were local like mostly for like metal bands in the 80s you know these they pressed records, but they never went to CD because they never, they never got big enough to where the CD era started. So yeah. if you have them on wax, the only way to get it is to put it in, on a record player. So it's, it's a, it's an interesting thing to, like I said, you know, you hear a song and it takes you back to a, and for me, sometimes it's just an era. Like I'll hear a song that's, that's so eighties 
that I hated when we were young, hated because I was, you know, I listened to metal and that's all I listened to. You know, now I hear these songs and I was like, wow, these bands were good. Like, like mm-hmm. I never listened to The Cure until like probably five years ago. But really? Then, yeah. Because an, another friend of mine, um, Josh, got me. He's like, hey, you got to listen to these bands. I like super good. And then you listen to them now and you're like, these guys were really talented and like wrote amazing lyrics. So but I didn't, you know, I was, you know, I was very, I had blinders on at the time. So now I love like 80s stuff is, is great. And, um, and obviously it's our era. So it's, uh, that always takes me back. I, uh, if, and what's scary is that now, um, I, I'm assuming K earth probably still exists. Um, they do, but you, you, the last time I listened to K earth one Oh one, the, the oldies station turned into an 80s station. It did. So, and, and but they were still pulling it off. Like they, they were like oldies or not oldies per se, but you know, uh, that generation is us listening to that station. So I, I found that to be kind of funny because I remember hearing, you know, K-Earth 101 when it was like 50s music. Yes. I couldn't believe, <laughs> I couldn't believe that, the music switched. And then when I was switching channels, I was like, what the hell? It's not my parents' no, music it's, anymore. It's us. Oh my God, where are the oldies now? When the hell did this happen? And yeah. I also remember when I was 30, my friend got a Mercedes and, and he came to show me at work. And I'm an asshole with this guy. We always talk shit. And um, he got a black Mercedes. So I went and got in it. And I'm like, when did you get a Jewish woman's car? Like being an asshole, right? And he's like, would you just shut up and get in the car? You know, because we were too young to have a car like that at the time. Or at least I thought. And then right. um, and then when he turned the car on, the wave came on. Now, back in the day, the wave was dentist music. Like music yeah. you heard in an ele- elevator or, mm-hmm. or at a dentist's office. And here it was, our songs. And I'm like, oh, you listen to the wave? I made fun of him like two or three four or five times i don't know about different things he made me get out of the car and walk back because he was taking he was coming to show me his car and i just kept screwing with him that day and um like it took me about 10 years before i was at work listening to the wave which was the Dennis music and um it was playing songs that I really liked and I was like oh my god I'm starting to rock out to the wave I'm gonna have to call and apologize <laughs> for being an asshole in a Mercedes and and I did and and of course you know I never heard the end of that again but it, it was kind of funny because even the radio station reminded me of certain things that I I threw at him which was a lot of yeah. fun but isn't that awesome though I, yeah. I love that. It's such a such a great uh, a great thing for us to to be able to hear something that obviously was nothing like we listened to when we were younger, and now that oldie station is turned into the music that we listen to because we're getting old. Yes. So. Shut up. No. <laughs> yeah. No. What the hell? What's really weird though is I, I I'm assuming that there's really no oldie stations anymore, and I think that's kind of a drag. Because I think that that music shouldn't die out. I think fifties, fifties and sixties music. Well, and now with every other type of of way you could listen to music, it's not going to die out. You could go to, you know, you can how, stream everything. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm sure if you go to 
Spotify you or YouTube, Apple Music. Spotify. Yeah, all of those and yeah. pull it up. And, and yeah. you can listen to us there as well. That's right. We're getting to the yeah. end of the show. We should wrap yeah. this up. I know. Look at this. We're like well over an hour. <laughs> Did you like what? that? That's called a segue. Did you like that? Yes, it was. And I that also good, like right? that we actually wanted to talk through our whole uh, podcast today. We're even I a know. little late because yeah. last week, man, I was like, can we get off of this podcast? I know. Podcast? You, you had a fucking parachute uh. on. You were looking to jump out of the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I'm not yeah. going to lie. That was just too much for me. I was aggravated anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you know me, I, I'm, I'm all up for controversy. So I, I know that it's harder for you. But, um, oh yeah. And this was I'm our 50th episode. This is hey, 50. Yes. 50. Who would have thought when we were sitting in Denny's talking about starting a podcast that we would get to number 50? Like who knew? Uh, man, I, I, I would love to tell you that I actually thought that would happen, but I, I can't. Um, I didn't, I, I, I didn't even have the thought. I, I knew we would get it off the ground and I knew that we could probably pump out around 10 or 20. <laughs> like like knowing we could because you know we can't shut the fuck up sometimes so sometimes. i thought i thought 20 yeah we should be able to get to 20 and if we make it to 20 like man we did pretty good and then i remember we started looking about statistics and i was like shit most people quit at seven i was like yeah well if we can get past that i'm like 50 it's like i you know and obviously you know we we need help from the from the listeners out there to, to keep you know listening and, and pressing on and you know, hopefully not getting overly offended by, you know, some of the controversial stuff that we talk about or will. Um, I'm hoping that the people who listen to this understand that everyone has different opinions because this is an opinion show. So don't get it twisted. You can see that that was a segue too. I even got the I even got the pop line out way before the end of it. You did. You want, you want to tell these people where they can hear us? You could hear us on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, uh, iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio, uh, anywhere where you listen to your podcasts. And uh, you could reach us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, yep. Reach out to us. Let us know what you think, what you'd like to hear from us, if there's any topics you'd like. I love all the countries that are out there listening to us. Um, Nepal and Guam and uh, France. France. We got, we got France. France. Like all these new. We have like 23, 24 different countries now. Yep. And I just love that you guys are listening to us. So thank you. And and please continue. Follow us. Share us. Um, and come back next week because we'll be here. That's it. Spread the word. And we got Alaska finally. So Alaska. I, thought, I thought that was kind of cool. You know, we, we still got a couple of states here in the union, but we're pushing to get all of them. I know we need yeah. Hawaii. We need. Louisiana, Alabama, Maine, Rhode uh, Island. Utah, Rhode Island, I think mm, Montana, no, Wyoming, Montana, Wyoming, Wyoming and, and Utah. I have a friend yeah. in Utah. I'm going to have to press him. He needs to listen to us. He's an old wrestler friend of mine, but, nice. you know, he, but, uh, you know, I, I like your, your little view right now. If people could actually see you, which I can barely see you because you're in the dark right now. It's, uh, I, I didn't go. turn on the light because it was light when we started this, yeah, but now it's dark. So that's good. I like that. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll be here in a week. Thanks for listening to our 50th episode. And uh, our goal is to give you another 50 of enlightening you on uh, opinions because we all got them. And uh, please feel free. We want guests on here. So 
get in touch with us. Mostly if you're personal friends with us and you listen to the show, I, we want to have people on because uh, we want people with different views as well. So not quite arguing, but definitely trying to meet in the middle. So yes, let's do it. Uh, Tina, as always, it's a pleasure. And, you know, I'm going to go listen to some music now while I pet my dog. And that, is, and that is also not a metaphor for anything else. I'm actually going <laughs> to pet my dog. Go but, pet um, your dog. <laughs> <laughs> In any uh, way you want to. That's right. Long, as long as I'm not, you know, choking the chicken, everything will be fine. <laughs> All right, darling. Oh, no. We'll see you in a week. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back for episode 51. Bye, teeners. Good night. Ah.